We are Nopal Queens, three chingonas living in Sacramento, California, passionate to support communities of color that intersect with mental health issues. Yes, Queen. Um, so here today, uh, we're going to introduce <laughs> ourselves to what our podcast is about, what inspired us, and just a little Ooh. bit more about all three of us. So Damn. take it away, La Sirena. All right, this is La Sirena, and I am Mexicana Chingona, and I am probably the most South, coming from San Diego, and sometimes I wake up going, oh my gosh, why am I not in San Diego? <laughs> um, but yeah, I came up to Northern California to go to school. I went to UC Davis, and then I ended up getting into grad school up here and um, got my master's over at Sac State. And now I'm a licensed therapist. Woo! Yeah, girl. <laughs> um, and then I actually work um, doing some case management for a local school. And then so at a university. I, at so. a university, yes, at a university. And so I'm just really involved there um, doing some case management and, and helping students who are experiencing crisis and I think some things that kind of brought me here is that I'm really passionate about mental health I'm really passionate about helping others I um, love engaging in dialogue and, and talking about the hard things I think that we really bloom when we get validated in our experiences and so that's like what I'm all about so like I can't sing or draw or like can't bake you a bomb ass cake, but yeah, I can have some but good ass conversations to serve others. Yes, and to help I can, people through the healing process. That's right. I can make a good margarita or a veggie spread, yes. <laughs> whichever way you're feeling, and um, just give that space for people and just have a good laugh too. I think, like, dude, the world's dark. Like, we're we have to have humor too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I am La Rosa. Uh, I am originally from Southern California, currently mm -hmm. living in Sacramento. My parents are from El Salvador, um, so they're immigrants here. I'm a daughter of immigrants and proud. Um, I currently work as a therapist. I work with kids from ages 2 to 21, but currently a little bit of the teenage. I have a lot of teenage girls, mm. um, so my like focus is on kids but also I'm really interested in like working with families and just also the tradition uh traditions but also transitions in mm -hmm. families life I'm um, especially um with uh immigrant families mm -hmm. and learning just about all the different nuances and dynamics of about two cultures merging together and then just ex um navigating the mental health system. I think and you just named life. one of our my, our podcast episodes, traditions oh. and transitions. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Red, you're like to the speaking list. to this like yeah, this is good. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I'm married. I have fun with my friends. I see my family from time to time. I travel. I don't know. My life is busy, Ooh. but I am really enjoying life. Where's the last place you traveled? Um, the last time we, place we went to locally, San Jose, the, and then I think in January I went to Seattle. Ooh, that's so right. that was nice. Yeah, very cold and rainy. So how about La Luna? You go ahead. 
take it away. Um, my name is La Luna, uh, Mexicana y Chingona. I'm originally from Southern Califas, um, hija de inmigrantes, so shout out to Guerrero Mexicali. Um, I currently reside in SAC, uh, Sacramento, and I am a marriage and family therapist, uh, hopefully soon to be licensed Woo-hoo. if the BBS quit playing with my emotions. <laughs> um, they won't quit, so just I keep specialize going. in working with children and adolescents. Um, it's kind of my thing. I am, I hope or think I'm good at it, and that's what I enjoy doing. Um, but I current, but I also work with adults um, as well, and, and couples um, in the life stage that I am in right now. But I definitely prefer working with kids. Um, when <clears throat> I'm not doing therapy, I'm causing problems at my job because I'm always speaking out for people of color. So I'm definitely okay with being the problematic employee because mm-hmm. um, I'm always calling them out on lack of diversity and things like that. So I'm very passionate about my community um, and creating visibility in a voice where there is not one or where it's limited. I moved out here to Sacramento like five years ago, straight out of college and decided to go to grad school. Um, shout out to Cal State San Bernardino up in the hood, um, <laughs> go wolves. Um, and then, uh, I came out here for school. So, uh, shout out to Alliant. Y'all were all right. <laughs> um, yeah. So now, uh, kind of just navigating life and figuring out what do we do as professionals of color? What, what's next for, for us? And so when I'm not working, I am, uh, recently getting more in touch with my community and kind of trying to do things for me. So shout out to soul collective. Cause I tried, um, Luna yoga and it was pretty Your cool. Yoga. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I kind of trying to build a community cause I think, uh, and I don't have that very much and I miss it. Um, mm-hmm. so I like doing that. Um, sometimes writing, um, I'm kind of learning some holistic stuff. I want to get more in touch with that spiritual side of me um, and being able to make certain things and kind of explore with that kind of stuff. Um, So, yeah, I'm pretty uh, intense sometimes, and I'm notorious for crying. Girl, you're on fire. Yeah. So y'all will hear me cry at some point. That's why I'm here. Do it. Do it. Yeah. (laughs) I also forgot to share my qualifications yeah. as a therapist. <laughs> you must share. Uh, so this is Laros again. I got my master's in social work from Cal State Fullerton, and I moved back up here, and that's why I'm a therapist. Yes, Woo-hoo. queen. Yes. Nice. Yes. 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 Thank you. Testing, testing. Uno, uno, dos. Si, si, si. So... We are three chingonas from Sacramento. What mm-hmm. inspired us to get behind a microphone and Shit. buy all this equipment? What didn't inspire us? So what inspired me to be a part of this podcast project was more about representation. I think um, aside from you know representation being important in the media, I think it's really important in the mental health field. And you know, Latinos have the same... Um, percentage as other Americans, one in five can experience mental health issues, but for Latinos in particular, only 10% reach out for help. 
And so I think I just have a passion to uh, talk more about it. I think when we talk about things and name them, Mm -hmm. I think it makes it less scary and really tries to address the stigma around that. And But the other piece, too, on a personal note is just, I think as I advance in my career and work in different places, I also notice there's not too much representation in those circles. And I can often find myself sitting at the table and feeling that imposter syndrome or um, even just recognizing when my values don't align with others. I think I've really come from a collectivist background. I think of others and then I think of myself Mm -hmm. and I think of advancement through the lens of social change. Like I'm advancing if I can help produce social change. Mm -hmm. And when I come across people who advance because their resume looks better or they can, they're closer to that next job. I really feel like the misalignment because I want to work for the people. Mm -hmm. I want to work for my clients and I, I'm passionate about the mental health piece. So I think I need to create my own space where I can still follow my passion, talk about mental health, um, help people feel more comfortable talking about it. And this is the space where I can feel like with you all, like I have my community, other people who also see advancement through social change and not so much personal advancement at the expense of others. Um, So anyone else who might feel that way out there who also feels like they're working for their clients and their passion about social change. And that's what gets them really excited and passionate. Um, this is the space I want to share with you. Yeah. Yes. Queen snap, snap, snap. Mm. I think just about the narrative also about still trying to advance moving forward, mm-hmm. even though <clears throat> like, yes, we want social change for people, but also wanting to be like those future supervisors mm-hmm. and future mm-hmm. leaders in our yeah. field, not just being like we like to work a lot and we work hard, but also getting the recognition mm-hmm. um, for our work. Yeah, yeah. like st- that's actually what I, that's it. You hit it. Like how can I still get recognition from folks even when I'm not trying to sell myself and brag yeah. about myself? And how can I still move up in my career to help others? And and also, right, have a space where I can actually own my own narrative that I do belong at that table, even if I come from it at a different angle. Mm-hmm. And also just anyone else out there who feels that way, like, wh- how can we reclaim our narrative so that collectivist values still get honored in the workplace and in a capitalist environment? Yeah, definitely. And I feel like that was kind of like the, the reality of realizing that we can be more than the narrative we were raised to believe. You know, being a person of color, you believe in one thing. Oh, mm-hmm. I work, I accept whatever I'm given. And, and, but to imagine more for, for some of us is a difficult. And I think this really kind of helped us envision that bigger picture. Like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. we, we can do more. Yeah. Um, I think also, too, since we, like we all worked together in the past and yes. we didn't have a supervisor or mm-hmm. like a mentor of color mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing how we experience working in the mental health system and how we could see different changes yeah. mm-hmm. um, that we wanted to make. Um, I think that also inspired us because we could be those future mentors and supervisors. And especially since one of us is licensed now. So Queen. It's definitely possible. And I think yeah. that that kind of sparked a dream for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely being tired. And also I wanna give a shout out to the podcasters that the Brown podcast that already exists that for me. They were the reason why I wanted this more. So shout out to my gateway um, podcast, Radio Menea, because they 
Um, and I think I told a story like I, we I was searching for podcasts that represented me and I couldn't find anything. And then one day out a Mescla article came out and Radio Menea was yes. on there. And I was like, holy mm. fucking shit balls. Like, what <laughs> is this? Jesus answered my prayers and I read it. Um, and Radio Menea was on there. So I clicked on them and it was so like amazing, beautiful, like wanted to cry because it's like they featured so many great music and it was easy listening. Like mm. you could truly enjoy it. And then they led me to like Latinos Who Lunch, which game over. Like they were my biggest inspiration, I think, because of all of the topics that Fabi Fab and Babelito talk about. Um, and it's real shit and they educate you and they have passion about our community. And so it literally felt with all these podcasts, like you were just chilling, your friends, mm-hmm. you're sitting in cars together and they also led to many more. So I apologize in advance for not being able to list all of them, but I feel like I'm excited to join yeah. their community. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I know. Uh, when we were working together, yeah. we were also always talking about podcasts mm-hmm. and what inspired us. And I know something that led to me is I'm originally from Southern California and I'm used to having living in a Latino yes. community and then moving up to Northern California and kind of having to work a little bit harder to find that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think turning to podcasts was uh, another route to kind of make that community kind of feel like it's safer or more us. comfortable at home yeah mm-hmm. so definitely latinos who lunch and they're awesome they're a great podcast to listen to i feel like at home with them yeah, even though i'm listening to them in my car yeah. <laughs> or in my headphones um but even just going to their website and seeing that long list of um podcasts from people of yes. color oh, and just kind powerful. of like i just spending time just clicking on everyone yeah. listening to a few episodes yeah. and listen finding other people too yeah so if y'all yeah. want to add us on there too uh, we're not going to object to that <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and community is important like oh I, yeah i feel like we need it i think that's why i wanted to be your friend um la rosa's <laughs> friend because as soon as she said soca i'm like oh my god like another soca person let's be friends please like i'm not gonna leave you until you say you're gonna be my friend <laughs> Because it was yeah, lonely up here in similar stories. Yeah. We left our families and we moved up here for opportunities and leaving everything is terrifying, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I just realized we are those people. Yeah. We've all left our families for opportunities. Oh, shit. Yeah. Gina? But right. I think it's also like our parents did the same me. for us. Right. Too. But mm-hmm. This is how normal it felt. Like, this is what it looked like. It feels so every day. Whenever I hear about, like, my family, like, coming over yeah. to, for your opportunities I'm just like experiencing some kind of Indiana Jones-ish like yeah. they just sacrificed so much but I just realized like we have also that's what we've been doing this yeah. whole time we can be we that also narrative. Left. we were the we're gonna be in our family history the women who went out for opportunities yeah we're the pioneer women's in our family that's wow. true damn leaving oh. home in a different way right in different sets of trauma and things that you go through throughout that journey Mm-hmm. Wow, so much insight. I know. Shit. I just you must be like a therapist or something. Like, you over here dropping some truth and some feels. Ooh, wow, I just some like gems from her identity. treasure chest. 
Next one come out in 15 minutes. Yeah, you got minutes. me all up in the fields <laughs> yeah. now. Wow, we are those pioneer women. Yeah, and I think another thing that also drew us together, because we worked together, but we're mm. all therapists, or we yeah. used yeah. to be therapists. Yeah. So it's also <laughs> um, your, your job, but you're still a therapist at heart, and I think mm-hmm. that's why there's some people... They hate on you? On the campus that are like, hey, <laughs> what are you doing, and why are people responding so well to you? And you're right. like, because I'm good at my job, and I know what to do. <laughs> you're like, can I, I know care? my People. I you a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> yes, safe space. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I think just when we all work together, we valued creating safe spaces for mm-hmm. um, communities of color that didn't necessarily have that because we yes. were working yeah. in South Sac. That's in the middle of all of it. Yes. Yeah. The so, hell of yeah. struggle, the heartbreak, yeah. the struggle of all the things that we can't change. Yeah. Shit's real. I think that's where I also really want to talk about. Latinos and how we intersect with mental health because have you ever really been grateful that you were Latino when you're working with a family and Shit. that you had a feeling that if you weren't they would have not opened up as much yep. or not responded as well Yeah, mm-hmm. I just there's like um, I think Latino families really need their therapist to like understand them on so many levels Yeah, and maybe you don't have to be Latino to be effective but you're more likely to be effective, I think, when they identify yeah. with if you. If you understand the community. Yeah. Or if yeah. you go in thinking like, okay, I'm not a Latino therapist, but I am going to be working with families, just knowing that you have to be on your A game for yeah. your cultural competency. Definitely. Yeah, because we're, we're clams. We do not <coughs> open up unless we know that like mm-hmm. you're legit. When Luna and I worked I together uh, with different families and cases together, I felt like, yes, we are the mental health clinician, but they're inviting us into our home and kind of yeah. letting us into, like, vulnerable space. Because I know growing up in my family, it's like, you don't talk about what happens at home. Yeah. And, like, no one's supposed to know these things, and they're inviting us Definitely. into our home and letting us know what's really going yeah. on and mm-hmm. letting us see yeah. all of that. So shout yeah. out to those families that gave us papitas and samaguas. Mm, cafe. And offered us, ice cream. And offered us dinner that we couldn't eat. Because <laughs> white people on ethics say we can't. Yeah, <laughs> we can't accept gifts from our clients, but we appreciate their sentiment. And we understand, yeah. like, culturally mm-hmm. that's appropriate. So yeah. there's always those... We use our clinical judgment on what to do. Yes, you can use your clinical judgment to receive a gift. Yeah. Yeah. So white people back (laughs) up. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say in this first podcast? Like what people might be looking forward Um, to? I think just welcoming, welcome to everyone that may be listening. This is a space for everyone, for our people of color, um, our, our brothers and sisters and in betweeners. Our queer community, um, we want you all to feel welcome. And we don't know you all yet, but as soon as we start to see your faces or we get the privilege of meeting you all, I'm sure we'll we'll love you, or at least I will, when I do get to know that you exist. Um, yeah, so They're we hope there. you like yeah. it. And we hope that you enjoy this journey and that you're patient with us because we're rookies and we're, we're going through the ebbs and flows of life. And learning how to navigate the technology because apparently I'm not a very good millennial. Do I count as a millennial? Am I like the Z thing? We're like aging millennials. Oh. Mm. We're yeah, aging well, millennials, but we it. got this. I'm young at heart. Just kidding. <laughs> We're all <laughs> in the same there. range, but yeah. just how the months fall, I am the youngest. Oh, that's true. You're the youngest? Yeah. Oh. How old are you? Are you? Can you say it on air? 
Why am I going to ask you that on air? Yeah. No. I mean, if you want us to know how <laughs> you went to my live. birthday party, <laughs> how people, dare you? <laughs> if people want to know how old we are, I don't think that's a bad know. thing. It's more no, up to true. comfort level of people. Mm-hmm. I am. Dun dun dun. Twenty seven. I'm twenty one. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> You're so I'm smart. I do. <laughs> How'd you finish grad school so fast? Because I'm smart. That's right. Damn. That's Chiona's get it done. Yeah. We do our homework. We sad about it, but we yeah. do our homework. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're crying, but you keep going. Yeah. And I'm a la... A mess in a dress. I'm La Luna, and I'm 28 years young. That's right. Years young. Yeah, girl. Okay. And this is La Sirena. I'm 34. Oh! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should be disclaimer. We might cry on this podcast. Yeah. No, so. we might. Yeah. I will. <laughs> I there will. might be some tear shed. <laughs> you might hear us pull some tissues, but mm-hmm. we're okay. There it's might a, be it's snorting. It's okay to have... Yeah. <laughs> It's okay to have uh, feelings. Like, are we going, having, like, Coke? What? No. no. <laughs> I thought we would okay, just not, have a good time. We're not here for that kind of good time. <laughs> we have carrots and hummus in front of us. Oh, yeah. Carrots, hummus, cucumber, mint water. Amazing. Damn bougie, brown and bougie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, when you say it out loud, I did kind of get bougie. Yeah. Even right. a little spread over With there. your little pinkies up. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. should we say, well, like, our, like, last parting words well i want to talk about expectations okay is that the therapist in me yeah go for it yeah but like, i like what you were saying earlier is that this is going to be a really authentic space where this is like our place of creativity mm-hmm. so if people are, are looking for like that professionally npr grade podcast where it's all it ain't fancy, us boo. that's not us but i but would promise we you have the professional expertise to be Exactly. Oh, I promise yeah. you we're coming with our hearts, so you should get something from that insight. And if you are working with clients who are Latino, hopefully just us being ourselves, you can learn just from us and take it back into your own like spaces when you meet and treat um, our community. Because that's what we're here for, is just to show you what we need. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And I think it's also a space for us to share about our experiences. And maybe there's people out there that have similar experiences, Mm -hmm. but also how we're breaking glass ceilings in our workplace and how we are changing the field of mental health. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Because we're not ones to like sit down and listen. (laughs) Well, at times, yes. But Mm -hmm. there's, I feel like a part of that, all of us, we have this unique trait well, not a unique trait, but a unifying trait that we mm-hmm. all have is that we advocate for families and we advocate for people of color. And sometimes that rubs people the wrong way, but it's because mm-hmm. we know that's what they need. There needs to be equity and mental health in yeah. all systems of yeah. care. So if you were to yeah. imagine your families looking into a glass mirror into your office and what you do all day and just think the words that you use and the conversations you have and the things, the buttons you push for them. Like, I feel like our families would be like, oh, my God, thank you for speaking up for me. Or thank you for being that voice. Because even they don't feel like they have a voice. Like, that's how long they haven't had one. Yeah, definitely. So we push back or or elevate issues. I just always think of that family who might be watching and going, oh, my gosh, thank you for saying that for me. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah, we're excited. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we're excited. We're excited to talk about many things. Uh, Look out for our many social media posts. Follow us. Subscribe. What's our Instagram, though? Because they don't know. 
Uh, it's going to be Nopal Nopal Queens. Everything is. And we'll post it on, like, we'll post it on our social media and all our handles and stuff. And also on the on the podcast um, description, we'll put all our handles on there so you guys can follow yeah. us along. And we're yes. definitely open to feedback. And if it's negative, just make sure you send it to our spam so we don't have to read it. <laughs> Wait, how do you send yeah. email straight we to spam? We have no at gmail. Dot com. Dot com. Um, and negative comments uh, will be not read. And put Thank negative you. comments in no, the header feedback. so we know. Just kidding. And feedback just is always being. welcome. Yeah. We can always grow. True. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Anyways, listen to our podcast. Bye. Bye. (laughs)